welcome back to Unclassical. You're pulling a face. Yeah, because... Hi, I'm Marsha. And I'm Katie. Because you said three, two, one. <laughs> you were really... <laughs> it worried me. <laughs> you suddenly sped off and I was like, ah! <laughs> so you always do a little countdown before we hit record. And it's meant to be steady. You can't be in charge of counting us in if you can't do it steadily. You're no secret. What? I always think you just kind of have it and I do the little countdown just for me. <laughs> I was ready. I was like, three, too much shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't realise I have so much responsibility at that. You do. <laughs> I thought that was just me. <laughs> no. I mean, it doesn't. You have to count yourself in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get psyched. <laughs> three, two, one, let's fucking do this. <laughs> ah! so, so now count steady, man. <laughs> I was flustered. <laughs> I love it. You have a face. What is your problem? <laughs> My problem is you can't freaking count. Well, I think the problem was I can count. Just too well. <laughs> I'm just so confident with the numbers. You don't know when they're coming. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. And it is Halloween. If you listen on Patreon. Yeah. Um, for most of you, well, you're a day late, aren't you? No, mm-hmm. I'm Anyway, so it is spooky time. We are all ready to get frightened. We've eaten lots of chocolate, well, macaroni cheese. Chocolate. Hey, man, there's no need to fat shame. <laughs> I yeah. didn't say fat shame. I said eat shame. <laughs> I said eat shame. There's no need to food shame. Although I, I have eaten a lot. It's not a balanced diet. There are three wrappers here. These are my downstairs chocolates. <laughs> they are now in the stomach with the upstairs Ooh. chocolates. Katie just spilt tea on her bed. The book. Oh, good job you know the end. <laughs> Yeah, it's all right. It's only on the front cover. Anyway, so welcome back, everybody. I hope you had a fantastic Halloween. Mm. Uh, what did you dress up as? We'll wait. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm currently wearing a dress with a mermaid skeleton on it. Excellent. I did look at you and I was like, well, I don't know what you're wearing. <laughs> like, I can see. Shall I say? Shall I say? <laughs> I dressed up as... Uh, yeah. My partner went as Harry and Marv, the wet bandits from Home Alone, because I'm fucking funny. Is that what they're called? The wet bandits? Yeah, we're the wet bandits. And then the second one, they're the sticky bandits. Uh, you sound awfully sexual for I a know. kid's movie. It's when you see them together, you're like... The wet sticky oh bandits. Oh my god. What? I think... Oh no, okay. It's in this episode. We're going to get mm. into it. Okay, brilliant. Okay. Wonderful. I'm, I'm, anyway. So, I'm confused too, guys. <laughs> oh, oh, just you wait. <laughs> Anyway, so last episode, very sadly, Lucy died, but the boys, for that is now the gang of Dr. Seward, a.k.a. French John, Morris Quincy and Arthur, a.k.a. French John. Oh, French John. French John. Mm. Van Helsing refers to him yeah, as French John. Yeah. But just for context, uh, Morris Quincy, uh, sorry, I thought Morris Quincy, it's not his name. His oh. name is Quincy Morris. Quincy Morris. <laughs> and Arthur, who is also Lord Godalming, because they, mm-hmm. they use that interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Um, and they will be referred to as the boys from now on. The boys, okay. they are well, now a gang. I, I knew Lucy had died because we've been late uploading. I edited that episode very, very recently. Mm-hmm. But when you said Lucy died, I was like, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> I went through it again. It was hard. It was sad. It was really sad. Uh, Van Helsing just gets to keep be Van Helsing because he's cool and mm. he is the leader. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so what the boy- is his first name? Van. It's <laughs> <laughs> a science death. It's the horror. Abraham? It's not called Abraham Van Helsing. It's a stupid name. Okay, you've got the book in front of you. I'm not fucking finding it. I'm not going to read. You read. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much. I can't read anymore. <laughs> if you guys want to read, read the book yourselves. 
<laughs> what is Van Hell Sings? First name. If it's Van, I swear to fucking God. It is Abraham. Get fucked. <laughs> Get a fucked. Get a fucked. Get a fucked. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's not Abraham. Pretty sure it is. I'll check. It's fucking Abraham. Who read the book is Abraham. Abraham. Check on that. Shackle. Well, I think it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's why we just call them Van Helsing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so the boys organised Lucy's funeral. Mm. Um, but as it she's hit lying... me again. I was like, oh. <laughs> it was really sad. Yeah. Um, but as she's lying there, all dead, she seems to grow even lovelier in appearance. To the point that... No, you fucking necrophiliacs. Back off. <laughs> I know point... it's Halloween, but chill out. <laughs> to the point that we're all like, is she actually dead? <laughs> like, are we sure she... No, nah, she's not breathing, but my God. She's fit. <laughs> it's, it's not just that she's looking sexy. It's like the colours return to her and mm. like she doesn't look ill anymore or anything. <gasps> she's so, going to turn and bite all their nads off. Um, but yeah, so that, they're all a bit like... Shut the door. She, she turned is, on. She is dead, right? Yeah, she is. Okay. Doctor, check her once more. Okay, but I don't hold myself responsible if I get an erection. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Anyway, she's laid to rest in her family's tomb in a graveyard. Um, Imagine if we had a family tomb. Sorry, I know you've got a lot to get through, but that'd be really weird. That'd be cool. I mean, it was, it was really over the top, but it would be cool. Imagine if we went down there to, like, see Grandma and stuff. Like, I mean, obviously she's in, like, you know, a concrete box thing. I don't know, wherever they put tomb people in. And, but then they, they had, like, um, slots, mm. places for us. That'd weird. be weird. Have you seen those things where they don't... Um, so when you're a body in a tomb and you give off gases and stuff, you have to, like, have um, grates for, like, the juices to come out, but also, so like, um, grates... That's not the right term, but anyway, for, like, the gases to come out, and if they get blocked or something, um, then they, the doors literally, like, concrete tombs, like, crack open. So gross. And then those are grossy juices come out. Can you imagine if you went to a graveyard for like a spooky little Halloween trip and that fucking happened while you were there? Oh my God, it was something I was watching where it was happening. You don't really have um, vaults like that in this country that I can think of. But um, yeah, they That's like cool. they weren't maintaining this particular graveyard yeah. and there was just like juices like coming out of a few in the corner. Because yeah. the reason that they'd um, cracked was because the um, juicy vents had gotten blocked, which had blocked the air vents. Ew. Ew. <laughs> I don't know what kind of graveyard to buy. Okay. Oh, I've got drama. For context to today, when we are recording, it is the 30th of October today, so tomorrow is Halloween for us. Mm-hmm. It's already been Halloween for you guys. <clears throat> anyway. Or is Halloween if you're on Patreon? Hi, Patreons. Hi, Patreons. You're so cool because you get to listen on Halloween. Oh, my God. Imagine if you're on Patreon and you got to listen on Halloween. How cool would you be? What a vibe. What cool people. Anyway, Lucy's anyway. dead. <clears throat> really fit. Did. And she's in her graveyard in her tomb, and everyone is very sad and somber as they leave Lucy shut up in her tomb forever. Forever. Or is it? Or is it? <laughs> um, a news article is posted on the 25th of September, um, which talks of a mysterious phenomena gripping the town. Right. Children are going missing, only return to, to return the next day, relatively unharmed, <laughs> save for being cold, hungry and confused mostly. Mm. But all have two small pinpricks on their necks. Ah. And each talk about having been playing with the bluffer lady. Oh, Lucy, fucking leave the kids alone. Lucy, put put the kids down. Put the child down. They're easier to get than adults. I mean, you got me there. Yeah, yeah. Also, why why is she just casually? These kids are like three. I guess maybe because she's playing with them. She's like, oh, lovely children. I'm no, so where confused. Where the fuck is the mum? Oh yeah, terrible parenting. To be fair, <laughs> is she luring them out of bed? I don't know. 
Maybe she's going in the window, um, Dracula oh, Big Bat disgusting. style. Disgusting. Taking them out. Can you fucking imagine sending them back? Like, oh. Sorry, it's fucking rude. If you kidnap someone's kids to have a cheeky snack on them, at least put them back in bed. I know, she just leaves them lying around the graveyard. Irresponsible. <laughs> Irresponsible. <laughs> anyway, um, so now we go back to Mina and Jonathan. Mm. Um, they've had some stuff going on since they returned to England. Well, you know, they're newlyweds. Right, well, well, which um, Mina wrote, um, writes, in letter, write, writes letters to Lucy, but Lucy never reads them. Ooh. No, she's got stuff on. She's busy playing with the kids. She's dead. She's dead and playing with kids at the same time. Yeah. Lovely. So um, Arthur um, had given Van Helsing permission to read anything he found in the house, which might aid him in his theories about Lucy's death. And that's when he came across Mina's letters. Mm. In them, Mina tells Lucy how her and Jonathan have moved in with Jonathan's employer, um, who tells them that as he's known the both since they were young and worked with Jonathan since he was an apprentice and has no kids of his own, he's going to leave everything to them. It's nice. I mean, that is nice, but it is mighty suspicious. Oh, no, he's just a nice guy. Right, better be. Um, but yeah, winning. Then he dies. And oh. uh, Jonathan inherits everything. So oh, well, that did work out quite well. It did. If there's anyone who'd like to do that for me, and you you are going to die soon, uh, give me a call. Yeah, I'd like that. Um, so, Lucy... I'd like that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to say Lucy and Mina interchangeably. Mina and Jonathan mm. um, go to London for the employer's funeral. Uh, they don't know Lucy is dead at this point. Um, and Jonathan sees something that doesn't half shock him as they're heading back to the train station. Ooh, not half shocking. Christ. Sorry, we're doing this in mood lighting. I kind of thought, because sometimes you have the quotes on, on your computer notes, that you might have had them on there. But no, mm. she's reading from a very dimly lit book. Oh, yeah. All right, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Sorry, the light went in my eyes and I responded with weird laughter. Um, so this is from Mina's point of view. It's her journal. As they're walking back. I was looking at a very beautiful girl in a big cartwheel hat sitting in a Victoria... Sorry, um, what the fuck's a cartwheel hat? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds exciting. <laughs> I'd be looking at her too. Yeah. Um, sitting in a Victoria outside... In a Victoria? She's doing a, the cartwheels on her hat. She's inside a woman called Victoria. I mean, we'd all be fucking staring. <laughs> inside, outside of Guilanio. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> When I felt Jonathan clutch my arm so tight that he hurt me, oh. and he said under his breath, "My God, <laughs> I'm always it. anxious about Jonathan, for I fear that some nervous fit might upset him again." So I turned to him quickly and asked him what it was that disturbed him. He was very pale, and his eyes seemed bulging out as half of that, uh, out, out as half in terror and half in amazement. He gazed at a tall, thin man with a beaky nose and black moustache and pointed beard, mm. who was also observing the pretty girl. He was looking at her so hard that he did not see either of us, and so I had a good view of him. His face was not a good face. It was hard. <laughs> Your face is not a good face. His face. I won't lie, it wasn't a good face. It was hard was right. and cruel and sensual. Interesting. <laughs> and I liked it. <laughs> hard and cruel and kind of sexy. Kind of sexy way. And his big and... His Pardon? big white teeth all right. <laughs> looked all the whiter because his lips were so red or oh. pointed like an animal's. Jonathan kept staring at So is this Dracula him. or Professor um, Lockhart? Yeah. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Can't be both. I thought it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jonathan kept staring at him until I was afraid he would notice. I feared he might take it ill. He looked so fierce and nasty. I asked Jonathan why he was disturbed and he answered evidently thinking that I knew as much about it as he did. Did you see who it is? No, dear, I said. I don't know him. Who is it? 
His answer seemed to shock and thrill me, for it was said as if he did not know that it was me, Mina, to who he was speaking. <laughs> it's me, love. It is the man himself. <gasps> da-da, da-da, da-da. Creepy. Uh, but Jonathan also notes, Mort himself, that he does believe that strange man to be the Count, but somehow he has made himself young again. Oh, creepy. Him and Lucy both. Maybe that's why they need to drink the kitty blood. Stay young. I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. Aging is very distressing, Katie. <laughs> Yeah, well, you would know. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Dad said not this time he came up, but the time before that, that I looked about 20. I mean, you do look young for age, but also Dad doesn't know what... Dad doesn't ah! know anything. What did you say? to call a flatbread earlier? Yeah, because he couldn't remember what it was called. <laughs> a round wheat. <laughs> I so kept saying it to Katie. More exasperated, exasperatedly, because he... Casey. Obviously not a pie, stupid. I was like, <laughs> a round <laughs> wheat. I could describe it in better than a fucking round week. about a round week. <laughs> he meant a flatbread. <laughs> it was weird. Um, and Mina still doesn't know about anything about it, having promised not to read um, Jonathan's journal. Mm. So she decides to read the journal. Yeah. Um, secretly. More than anything, like, she does mean well. Um, and she's genuinely just been like, because she doesn't want to accidentally mention something triggering, she just wants to understand it better. Yeah. Um, so she, she reads the journal and obviously is a bit saddened by the part where the three women, um, mm. when Jonathan was like, how I wanted to bone them and everything. Yeah, yeah. But is also very sexy. disturbed by it as well. Um, but she does believe him. Mm-hmm. Following this, I she believe gets... there was a lizard man crawling up and down the walls. Oh yeah, that was gross. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's the count there. Ah! For fuck's sake! It's like, that time, like, I'm going to watch that. I was going to oh, I can see the count. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God. And then when we recorded that, I was like, I'd throw something at him. You're like, no, he might call at you. I'm not saying it's the right reaction. It's just my can reaction. Can you just imagine that turn there? Yeah, yeah. Yes. scuttling up the wall like, no! Nah! I just keep throwing shit. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, the count needs to fuck off. Yeah, horrendous. Anyway, uh, following this, Mina gets a telegram from Dr. Van. Helsing. Oh, uh, Doctor Van Helsing. He loves a fucking telegram. Sorry. Oh, yeah, he really does. Especially as he seems to travel at the speed of light. No, just fucking talk to her. <laughs> no, he 
is, does seem to care around. Mm. Anyway, Dr. Van Housen firstly introduces himself and informs her of Lucy's death and asks if he might meet her and speak with her, as she was clearly a very good friend of, to Lucy and he wanted to learn more about what happened um, learn more about what happened on the cliffs when she went sleepwalking. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Mina agrees and they meet the next day. Um so so when they meet, um, Van Helsing tells Mina about everything that happened with Lucy, which compared with Jonathan's journal, she can't help but believe, and in turn asks if Van Helsing would um, read Jonathan's journal in case the cases could somehow be linked. Mm, link the link to Casey Cases. Anyway, yeah. uh, Van Easy. Helsing is delighted that Mina has the whole event that happened at Whitby with Lucy sleepwalking documented in her diary. Oh, very well done, Mina. We're all very proud. <laughs> They really are. They really like it. (laughs) Ah, then you have a good memory for facts, for details. It is not always so with young ladies. Fuck you, Van Helsing. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck Fuck you, Van Helsing. And instead of responding being like, well, you're a cunt, Mm. she goes, oh, no, doctor. But I just happened to write it all down. Mina needs a backbone. Yeah, Mina, come on, like, be in your own corner if no one else is going to be in there for you, Mina. You've got to be in there yourself. You've got to be there. Do you know who will be in that corner when you turn around? Dracula. I was like, yourself? (laughs) No. Dracula will be that. Hello. you got to watch out for that. Hello, Mina. <laughs> it's a scary book, Katie, and there's always a vampire in the corner. We're not going to get to um, it in this episode. Is he in her corner? It's just some fucking shit goes down later on. You're just like, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Anyway, Crazy. shit goes down in this episode, too, if you ever get that. Um, but yeah, fuck off, Van Helsing. Anyway, after they talk, um, she, then, then she asks him to read Jonathan's diary. Mm. Bram Stoker knows nothing of women. Oh, I love it. Sorry, I do love it. I suppose I was hysterical, for I threw myself on my knees and <laughs> held up my hands to him and implored him to make my husband well again. To and Van she, Helsing? Yeah. No. It's like, and he's like, yeah, all right, I'll have a look at him. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'll give him a look over. I'm a professor, not a doctor, but sure. And apparently he's a doctor. Uh, I do everything. Whatever you need me to do, I do. I do sure. Um, because, yeah, that's how women act. Clearly. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, anyway. Brilliant. Um, so now we get some journaling from Jonathan again, who has gone to meet Van Helsing um, the next day after he's read his journal and see if he can help him get over his nervous state. However, as soon as they meet, and Van Helsing assures him that he not only believes every word of Jonathan's diary, but knows it to be fact for the things he has seen too, Jonathan's anxiety is gone. Um, he is a man once again, fully restored in the knowledge that another man believes him, and he utters the best line of the entire book. Okay, now I've got something to pick up back there, but okay. Doctor, you don't know what it is to doubt everything, even yourself. No, you don't. You couldn't with eyebrows like yours. <laughs> I, I mean, I presume they're bushy. I don't know yeah, why. They're but bushy they're eyebrows. Presum- but, like, you must never, never doubt yourself. How could you with eyebrows like yours? You can read that too. Right? It's like, they're so fabulous. Why would you doubt yourself? And two, I mean, you've got to be pretty self-confident to have that monstrosity on your face. <laughs> <I don't laughs> have you heard of wax? <laughs> I don't know whether to be confident. Or yeah. This is why you are not French, John. Yeah, no, you're not French, John. You're not French, dickhead, John. You dickhead, John. No, you... Go away. The thing, off, gonna... <laughs> the thing I was going to pick up on a, me- a minute ago, and he was like, um, "My anxiety has gone. I'm a man again because you can't be a man with anxiety, eh? Ooh, toxic masculinity." The toxic masculinity in this is ridiculous. Mm. So I haven't got the quote um, lined up, but after Lucy dies, obviously. 
Arthur is upset. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I mentioned as well that his dad had also died yeah, like, the yeah. day before. So Arthur had a lot going on. He was mm. very upset. And um, Dr. Seward is like, oh, I, I gripped him firmly by the shoulder and walked away. That is all the comfort a man would ever, ever want in this day and age. And you're like, I love it. It's just, it's just a firm grip on the shoulder. Oh, it gets better. Mm-hmm. There's, um, there's, this isn't really a spoiler, but there's a bit later on when... Um, Arthur and Mina meet mm. and Mina's like oh Lucy was like a sister to me um I hope you will let me be like a sister to you because Bram Stoker doesn't know how people become friends uh-huh. um, and uh he basically breaks down and he's and she's like ah oh, yes he should, he finally has a woman to um let all his emotions out on oh, at last and you're like oh the toxic <sighs> toxicity there's so a real weird. theory about that about like um after breakups why men tend to get into relationships quicker than women because um the way men process generally speaking, process their emotions largely is um, through having a female partner a lot of the time. Mm. And women tend to like um, deal, um, talk to their own female friends and process their emotions that way. But traditionally speaking, men talking to men don't process emotions. They're just like football, FIFA, again, typically speaking. I'm not saying everyone. Um, but, uh, but, but, but yeah, but yeah, that, that's like a real like trend, like after bereavements and stuff, like how quickly men fall into new marriages. That's very interesting. Mm. And it definitely is, uh, like, yeah, not all men, mm. but you do definitely see that, like, a lot of the time, you know, you, like, you look at the friendships that women have together. Mm. And that's another thing why it annoys me, like, oh, women just hate each other and, like, catty to each other and bitchy to each other. And I'm like, okay, sometimes, but sometimes women are cunts. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> and also, you want to see what we say about women? We want to see what we fucking say about men. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, generally speaking, like, women can form a lot more deep attachments. Mm. Like, a lot of the time we ask guys, like, why, why is Steve your best friend? It's like, well, we both support Arsenal. Like, yeah, we're like, we went to school together. That's not a reason, sweet pie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Be fair. Why am I friends with you? <laughs> <laughs> we grew up yeah. together. Is that a reason? <laughs> Is that a reason? A lot of shared trauma in that respect. A lot of shared trauma, a lot of shared uh, hilarious points of reference. <laughs> we watch the same TV shows. <laughs> we watch the same TV shows. And yeah, yeah. Same niche references, yeah. Well, I do the same niche Simpsons and Friends references. You get it, you get it, yeah. And the same weird mum references. Oh, you bastard! <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking about how mum can be savage earlier, and I was, um, and I was like, yeah. To be fair, mum is savage. Is it supposed to be something nice? <laughs> and she took, oh, poor little Martha. <laughs> <laughs> she was the one that fucking said it. <laughs> poor little Martha, subjected to my savagery. What is an idea? Don't say it. <laughs> Well, I'm sure we've told the story before. But it was all, it was over like um video call, which is why she said it like this. But Marsha's showing like mum. I think I've got a memory of this being in person. I think it might have been when I went down there for dad's cancer. I have a memory of it being over a video call. Oh, well, anyway. doesn't really Oh well, Marsha showed um. Oh yeah, I think you might be right. <laughs> yeah, Marsha showed our mum a picture that she'd done. It was like no, it was Moomin. Um, so you know when you get like black wax on top of like a colory background, and you can scratch the black wax off to show the colours underneath, but you have like the pattern on the black wax to make Moomin illustrations. That's what it was, and I done it, and it was nice. Well, 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 Marsha thought it was nice. My mum had other ideas. Yeah. Um, so she showed it to her mum, and my mum just stared at it and went, Is it supposed to be something nice? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Yes, mum, it is. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're lovely and whimsical. Mum's savage. Mum is savage. <laughs> However, Poor little um, Marsha. BS. 
Well, she said I was little. <laughs> so anyway. So toxic. Uh, Jonathan and Mina are obviously busy mates because they're married. Mm. Um, so one would hope. But now they're busy mates with Van Helsing as well. Um, and the picture is starting to come together. Mm. But Van Helsing must now return to London as the reports of children with pinpricks, um, wounds in their necks, are becoming worrying to him. Just because no one knows what's going on, do they think at the moment someone's going around with a little pin like, no, Van Helsing fully knows what's going on. But people in London, I mean, like when they've like reported, like, and these kids keep getting stabbed in they, the neck. They think they're like bites from like rats or something. Oh, you guys should watch the Guillermo de Toro thing. That's uh, Toro. Yeah. That's on Netflix. Mm. I will get you. Those rats will get you. They will. So Van Helsing goes to see Dr. Seward to discuss the strangeness in the case, of this case, and asks what he thinks of these strange wounds being left on the children. To which Dr. Seward remarks that they are like poor Lucy's. Could they, could they be inflicted by the same beast? Mm. Now Van Helsing... Oh my God, this bit. Yeah. So Van Helsing knows what's going on, mm. but no one else does. So this is the point where he's like, okay, okay friend John, I'm going to lay down some facts on you. Mm-hmm. First, I'm going to drop some knowledge on your ass. I'm going to drop some knowledge on your ass. And it's not going to be nice knowledge. It's going to be intense knowledge. Mm-hmm. But it's true. And he's like, to make, it, to make you understand that it is true... Let me go through every single phenomena in nature and list them to you of things where that happen in nature that are unbelievable and wild. And you're just like, and it's like ten pages and being like, well, how does the uh, what makes the hot tap so hot? What puts the egg? What have they got that I ain't got? You can't say, say that, that again. again. I couldn't think of something that would fit with the book. No, me neither. Well, and alive, I Lucy. And alive, Lucy. <laughs> Sorry, I, just going back to a second ago. I love the panic on your face when you're like natural things in nature that sound ridiculous, but they're true. Like, like, like. What makes the heart tap so hard? <laughs> what would you have done? <laughs> Yeah, the same. I was about to do it. I just couldn't remember the first line. <laughs> what would you have done? <laughs> the apricot. I want you to find an example. Then tell me, for I am student of the brain. How are you? <laughs> Sorry, I am student of the brain. <laughs> this is what I mean. Sonic's English is weird. Let me tell you, my friend, that there are things done today in electrical science which have been deemed unholy by the very men who discovered electricity, Mm. who would then themselves not so long before have been burned as wizards. Mm. There are always (laughs) mysteries in life. Why was it that... Methuselah lived 900 years and old Pa 169 and yet that poor Lucy with four men's blood in her poor veins could not even live for one day. God, he's angry. Yeah, and that's just one sentence. (laughs) So, we're going to leave him there. Yeah, leave leave Um, him ranting. But then he ends on this note. You think then that the small that those so small holes in the children's throats were made by the same thing that made the the hole in Miss Lucy? I suppose so. Yeah. He stood up and said solemnly, Then you are wrong. Oh, would it be so? Oh, would it were so? But alas, no, it is worse. Far, far worse. In God's name, Professor Van Helsing, what do you mean? I cried. He threw himself with a despairing gesture into a chair and placed his elbows on the table, covering his face with his hands as he spoke. They were made by Miss Lucy. (gasps) (laughs) And Dr. Stewart's like, Did you take your pills this morning? <laughs> like you, you feeling already? You had you a can... little sippy. <laughs> I know Lucy's that. death was very hard on all of us, Mr. Van Helsing. It's Professor Professor Van Helsing. Professor Van Helsing. Um, but you can't... let's not go making wild accusations. Like that's that's 
that's not really on me mm-hmm. that's 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 actually that's that's genuinely upset me <laughs> when lucy died that did not kill my boner <laughs> but that professor helsing i'm as flaccid as a fish <laughs> fish known for being flaccid <laughs> you've seen how they flop in a water in a water <laughs> one part why are you van helsing <laughs> it's me. i am student of the brain <laughs> i am student of the brain <laughs> <laughs> anyway we need to stop recording late at night it makes us weird um <laughs> things are already weird so yeah, looks like we've got a vampire lady on our hands, lads. Oh, no. A bluffer lady. A bluffer lady. Um, which is meant to be a child's uh, way of saying beautiful lady. <clears throat> well, at least she's fit. Yeah, at least she's hot. <laughs> um, and now Dr. Seward and Van Helsing return to Lucy's tomb for Van Helsing to prove his theory. Understandably, Dr. Seward is quite freaked out by this, but he does trust Van Helsing, so goes along with it, but isn't convinced until he starts trying to fucking open the coffin. He's like, mate. May coffin. I thought you said coffee. <laughs> like, was it not the right moment? <laughs> Wait to be offered. So fucking rude. So fucking rude. No, the coffin. Okay. Van Helsing went about his work systematically, holding his candle so that he. Oh my god! Sorry. I need to prepare you for this phrase. Okay. Just be ready. Be prepared. Van Helsing went about his work systematically, holding his candle so that um, he could read the coffin plates, and so holding it that the sperm dropped huh? in white patches, which congealed as they touched the metal. What? He made assurance on, of Lucy's coffin, another search in his bag, and he took out a, a turn screw. What are you going to do? I asked. To open the coffin, you shall yet be convinced. Why? 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 Why sperm? Uh, I think... I think the word you were looking for, Bram Stoker, was wax. <laughs> Literally. Wax. And I swear they only use this kind of weird, because it was the ejaculation thing going down her throat before. I know. They only use it when talking about Lucy. It's meant, it's like the most unsubtle, like, symbolism of, like, sexuality and, like, prowess oh, yeah. in her. And she is, like, so over-sexualised in these next parts now that she's a vampire. Oh, it's she's really weird. sexy yeah. vampire. But, but no, it's just like... I mean, don't just call... The sperm dropped in white patches which congealed as they touched the metal. I think you need to learn about symbolism and... um, I think you need to learn that wax dripping down a candle is not called sperm. No, literally. Like, that's not in the thesaurus for wax. I'm just going to put it out there. Sperm is its own thing. I mean, I I really don't think sperm is one of those dual meaning words. I really don't think it is. Oh, giggler. Let's look. Does sperm have another meaning? What is going to come up on your search? Sperm definition. <laughs> Out loud. <Sort of> sperm whale. <laughs> semen. It's just noun, semen. <laughs> there you go. That's all it means. That's all it's not it wax. Is. Or it is short for sperm whale. No one's calling a fucking sperm whale just a casual sperm. <laughs> Have you seen that sperm? Oh, it's my last sperm over there. Oh, that one's an all right sperm. Oh, oh it's a big sperm. That's oh, a little sperm. That's <laughs> a salty sperm. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Wax. The wax. The next thing is... Wait, wait, did he drop wax on the coffin? Because be careful. Yeah. Fucking rude. Uh, next, um, she's lying. She's been lying there dead for a week. <clears throat> right. Oh, so she's kind of fucking Why humming a bit. Why is she buried? Because she's in a tomb. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. We had a whole conversation about yeah. it. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> Obviously, Dr. Seward protests, but Van Helsing assures him as he takes out a little saw to cut into the inner lead lining of the coffin and bends it back to reveal the inside. Why is it lead? Sorry, I'm going to stop asking so many questions. Um, 
I had expected a rush of gas from the weak old corpse. Rude. We doctors have had to study our dangers, have to become accustomed to such things, and I drew back towards the door. But the professor never stopped for a moment. He soared down a couple of feet along one side of the lead coffin and then across and down the other side. Taking the edge of the loose flange, he <laughs> bent... Flange. <laughs> the loose flange. Flange. Tell me that in sexual. <laughs> 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 he bent it back towards the foot of the coffin and holding up the candle into the aperture, motioned me to look. I drew near and looked. The coffin was empty. Dun, dun, dun. Wild seagull. Um, so that night, Van Helsing and Dr. Stewart, Seward, not Stewart. Uh, Dr. Seward. Dr. Seward. I'm saying Stewart. I, I'm pretty sure you're very good at saying Seward. 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 Stood watch um, in the graveyard until suddenly, as I turned around, I thought I saw something like a white streak moving between two dark yew trees at Gross. the side of the churchyard, furthest from the tomb. We need Buffy. I have a quite... Um, you read old books too. And when you read out quotes from them, do you ever realise that these weren't meant to be read out loud sometimes? Because you're like, <laughs> fuck man, give me, a, give me a comma or something. Yes, that, that, I need to breathe. Actually, I get to and I'm like... <gasps> you get to anyway. the end and like, and Lucy can't breathe either. Now you know how she fucking feels. I know. At the same time, a dark mass moved from the professor's side of the ground and hurriedly went towards it. Then I too moved, but I had to go around headstones and railed off tombs and I stumbled over graves. The sky was overcast and somewhere far off an early cock crew. An early cock crew? That's fun to try saying that when you're drunk. An early cock crew. It crowed. And it's an early cock. (laughs) (laughs) A little way off, um, beyond a line of scattered juniper trees, which marked the pathway to the church, a white dim figure flitted in the direction of the tomb. The tomb itself was hidden by trees and I could not see the figure and I could not see where the figure disappeared. I heard the rustle of actual movement where I had first seen the white figure and coming over found the professor holding in his arms a tiny child. Professor put the child down. No, he got it off Lucy. Oh, well, I, all I'm saying is I can't see Lucy. I can see the professor holding a child. I'm going to, like, cast aspersions. <laughs> Do you know what they do with the child? Yeet him to the side. No, so they're like, okay, well, we've obviously got to deal with this now. It's a bit more pressing. Mm. Um, the child's not hurt or anything. It's just, just like, sleepy and mm. confused. So but they're like, well, we can't take it to the police because they'll think we did it. <laughs> Let's just leave it on the ground and we'll watch it until a policeman comes. <laughs> no! Men. Men. Fucking men. And that's what they do. Oh. Great. Two little girls were lost the other day in the um, woods and uh, they found me and my friend and were like, hello, we're lost. And so immediately like... Did led... you just leave them on the road until yeah. the policeman came? <laughs> exactly. Um, but I was thinking about this, like we immediately led them out of the woods to like places that it was a public space where people could see us because I was like, I don't know what the sitch is here, but I don't feel comfortable standing like hidden in the woods with two children, yeah. I don't know. So I was like, so let's go into a public space. Um, but then as I was thinking, I... I wondered, I mean, you can't really, like, ask a child this without sounding, like, really, like, sinister. But, like, have you been told to approach women in groups? Because, like, I've heard people say that to their kids before. Like, if you get lost, never approach men. Never, never. approach men. And quite often they say approach a woman. But then I was like, approach women in groups because the chances are that they're both insane. Um, is maybe slightly more diminished. I've always heard it's approach, like, a mother. So approach a lady who's got children. Oh, yeah, yeah. Approach a mum. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God, I didn't tell I've you this. i my mum. I'll find a mum. <laughs> I didn't tell you this bit. So I, I went into the woods first of all, but my I le- and I left my friend with the two girls. And um, then I was like, oh, my friend doesn't have her phone on her, so I'll go back. And um, uh, my friend's partner was in the car, so I'll get a partner to come over for her phone. Anyway, um, as I was heading back, this mum with their two kids would go 
going on the path that I was walking along and I was like oh um, these two girls out here they've lost their mum so if you see anyone looking for two girls can you just tell them to follow the path and um, the woman was obviously like oh my god okay yeah fine like a bit like panicked and I was like it's cool like we're figuring it out but just if you pass someone yeah. and then like one of the little kids were like oh we saw two girls um, but they're with a man and um, I was like oh to be fair maybe their dad's found them already fair enough came out they were still just with Sophie talking about that <laughs> like fucking rude <laughs> talking about someone else no one else here <laughs> fucking rude <laughs> fucking rude <laughs> she was like 12 year old boy i'll accept <laughs> but man I, no, I am no man <laughs> literally i'm a tiny little woman, tiny little woman. that's funny anyway yeah. uh, so they returned to the coffin the following day to make another peculiar discovery oh have you seen it now Van Helsing walked over to Lucy's coffin and I followed. He bent over and again forced back the leaden flange um, and then a shock of surprise and dismay shot through me. There lay Lucy. Gross. Seemingly just as we had seen her the night before her funeral. She was, if possible, more radiantly beautiful than ever and I could not believe that she was dead. The lips were redder, nay, redder than before and on the cheeks was delicate bloom. Is this a juggle? <laughs> I said to him. Is this a juggle? Oh, was it like a joke? Yeah. Okay. Are you convinced now? Said the professor in response. And as he spoke, he put um over his hand and in a way that made me shudder, pulled back the dead lips and showed yeah. the white teeth. See, he went on, see that they are even sharper than before with this and this. And he touched one of the canine teeth. Careful. And, and that below it. The little children can be bitten. Are you of belief now, friend John? Yeah, sure. I mean, friend John's like, to be fair, when, you, when you're right, you're right. Yeah, exactly. It's rather compelling evidence. <laughs> it's rather compelling. So after some back and forth, finally John, friend John believes them. Mm-hmm. Um, so now they decide it's time to bring out the big guns. And by the big guns, they mean tell Arthur and Quincy. Let's <laughs> <laughs> tell the boys. Let's get the boys. <laughs> um, so with Quincy, Arthur and Dr. Seward all together, Van Helsing starts to try to explain everything. He begins by telling Arthur that he thinks of him like a son. Right. Weird. Yeah. And kind of a kick in the teeth to friend John. <laughs> friend John's like, we've been through this the whole time, Van Helsing. No, no. Literally, he's just like to Arthur, like, as soon as I met you, I thought if I had a son, I'd wish he'd be like you. <laughs> I felt such an affinity to you, Arthur. And John's like, cool, Rude. cool, cool. You more of a friend, an acquaintance. I not talk to you after this. <laughs> I not talk to you anymore. Why did you contact me? I hate you. He reminds me a bit of Poirot. <laughs> he does have that kind of energy. Yeah. You were like a son to me. I met you like twice. Yeah. I've known you for like five years, like like ten years. Your face annoys me. <laughs> Your face, friend John, it annoys me. You're not beautiful like Arthur. You see why Lucy chose Arthur. Yeah. She, he is much better looking. Much than you. better looking than you. You you gross. You are you are ugly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that was weird. That was um, good. Next, um, he confesses to Arthur that all the men present gave their blood to Lucy again. Okay. Mm. And Arthur, um, we all do, came on her. <laughs> that's pretty much how he explains it. And Arthur yeah. is not a weirdo. So he's like, okay. Um, I mean, what? Could, he, his concern is like, so what the hell was wrong with her? Like, she mm. was getting drained of blood that long. I don't, I don't care that you guys. I mean, I care. I'm grateful. Thank you. Yes. Um, but it's fine. <laughs> like, yeah, it's fine. I'm not going to get, like, you know, dick her over it. Yeah, like, that's, that's fine. Mm. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, next, this happens. Oh, also, this the, this whole thing like took Van Helsing obviously like another ten pages to say like 
have you heard my talk about how wondrous things happen in nature? <laughs> oh, my oh my god. Let me take you back to nature. <laughs> Pretty much. Miss Lucy is dead. Is it not so? Yes. Then there can be no Sensitive. wrong to her. Lucy is dead. No, is she dead? Is she dead? 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 She's dead. Yeah. She's dead. She's dead. But ah, maybe if not she so. be not dead, <laughs> Arthur jumped to his feet. Good God, he cried. What do you mean? Has there been a mistake? Has she been buried alive? <laughs> he groaned in anguish that not even hope could soften. I did not say she was alive, my child. I did not think it. I go no further than to say that she might be undead. <laughs> undead? Not alive? What do you mean? Is this all a nightmare or what is it? There are mysteries which men can only guess at, which age by age they may solve only in part. Believe me, we are now on the verge of one, but I have not done. May I cut off the head of dead Miss Lucy? What? Heaven! What? Earth, no! I need a princess! <laughs> May I cut off her head? It's just like, there are many things you do not understand. <laughs> Can I cut off her head? <laughs> no, you fucking freak! Also, it's like, I appreciate that you went and asked. But as if he'd ever know, he's not going to go and look in her fucking coffin. <laughs> That's true, and this is way more distressing to ask and to know. Yeah. Oh my God, what if James died of some terrible disease and they were like, it might be contagious and we need to figure it out. Can we have his head? <laughs> yeah. Gross. He's not using it. They're going to make you cut it off. <laughs> Um, tactful Van Helsing yeah. really. it's just like there's, Men. Not, it's, there's not even like a break in the line or anything just goes straight into it there are things we do not understand can I cut off what you said <laughs> no it really felt he was on to like a winner there like and then I'll be like and the thing we cannot understand my friend so I have to cut off her head <laughs> can I can I no no really no okay I think I'm going to have to. Yeah, uh, my anyway. God, didn't see that guy. <laughs> Finally, um, Arthur agrees to go to the coffin to see for himself with the others. And so, the boys head back to the tomb. <laughs> boys are off to the tomb, boys are off to the tomb. And Helsing forced back the leaden flange, love that word, yeah, yeah. Um, and we all looked in and recoiled. So this is Dr. Sorry, Lewis, we all looked in together. Ooh, I'm recoiled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the coffin was empty. Oh, no. And there's also a silence. And then Quincy's just like, I don't mean any disrespect. Did you do this? <laughs> you say that to Van Helsing? <laughs> it's, like, it's that thing, isn't it? So I'm like, what do you say? I'll believe you. I'll believe you. Were you or were you not on a gay cruise? <laughs> Pretty much. And he's like, no. <laughs> um... um yeah. Uh, so they seal up the tomb with a holy war, um, holy wafer, not water, wafer. Well, those you know, little like wafer bits you get given during commute. Yeah, they all. How are they? And I put that on there. I'm sure that will keep it shut. <laughs> <laughs> and tobacco gum. Guys, you're weird. Yeah. Anyway, uh, to prevent the, oh, this bit's weird. It doesn't make any sense. Um, to prevent Lucy slipping in from even the smallest of cracks. Um, and then they take up. She's on dead. She's not a. Oh no, they do the do wind. that. They they can slip in through any small crack vampires. Uh, okay, <laughs> like, I know they do do that, Marsha. They do. <laughs> Actually, I think you're fine. If you leave your window open a crack, they can slip in through that. Yeah, they are literally like a fart on the wind. <laughs> yeah, did you not know that? You don't even know that. Shut your window. Shut your window. Let's have a game. Anyway, um, that's what they do. So, <laughs> yeah. Facts. Van Helsing said that. Right. 
<laughs> well, at least I know. <laughs> keep safe. <laughs> keep safe, guys. Keep safe. <laughs> Lucky doors. Shut the windows. Don't let them in. <laughs> okay, I'm like, get into your crack. <laughs> I don't know. Get a draft excluder. Better safe than sorry. Better safe than sorry. <laughs> like, oh, it's draft in here. Oh, Latin Vampire. <laughs> <laughs> don't get the vampire. Don't get Anyway. Uh, do you feel the draft might be a vampire? Might be a vampire. <laughs> um, there was a long spell of silence. A big, aching void. And then, from the professor, came a... <laughs> he became a snake. <laughs> I'm a snake. I'm a snake. <laughs> Oh, come on. Lucy gets to be all creepy and vampire. I'm a snake. It's Halloween. Yeah, what are you going to be, guys? Oh, I said the only one that dressed up. <laughs> oh, no. I thought we were a gang. A spooky gang. A spooky gang. Uh, he pointed, and far down the avenue of views, he saw a white figure advance. Ugh. A dim white figure, which held something dark at its breast. Ugh. The figure stopped, and at the moment a ray of moonlight fell between the masses of driving clouds and showed in startling prominence a dark-haired woman dressed in the cerements of the grave. We could not see the face, for it was bent down over what we saw to be a fair-haired child. There was a pause and a sharp little cry. We started forward, but the professor's warning hand, seen by us as he stood behind a yew tree, kept us back. And then, as we looked, the white figure moved forwards again. Mm. It was now near enough for us to see clearly, and the moonlight still held. My own heart grew cold as ice, and I could hear the gasp of Arthur as we recognised the features of Lucy Westenra. Lucy Westenra, but yet, how changed! The sweetness was turned to... Adamantine heartless cruelty and the purity to voluptuous wantonness. Ven- <laughs> so she's cruel, but I want you, but I'm mean with it. I want to have sex with you, but fuck you, you got a tiny cock. <laughs> you know how. So I have such strong Buffy the vampire energy. You know how, mm. like, all the vampires and that are like the go- sexy goths? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The but fuck? with a fucked up face. Yeah. Wait for it. Oh! Um, so yeah, she's all like sexy but scary. Uh, Van Helsing stepped out and obedient to his gesture, we all advanced too, the four of us ranged in a line before the door of the tomb. Mm. Van Helsing raised his lantern and drew the slide, but the concentrated light that fell on Lucy's face, we could see that the lips were crimson with fresh blood mm. and that the stream had trickled over her chin and stained the purity of her lawn death robe. I thought you would say of her laundered robes, like, well, she's getting them cleaned regularly. Yeah, you know, nice. Um, I do, but yeah, I do fully imagine it that, her, that she looks like the vampire from the vampires from Buffy the Vampire Slayer mm. um, and quite frankly I'm not going to hear a word against it <laughs> yeah that, that is what she looks like and wait for it mm. um, when Lucy I call the thing that was before us Lucy because it bore her <gasps> shape um, saw us um, she drew back with an angry snarl <laughs> such as a cat gives um, when taken unawares then her eyes ranged over us, Lucy's eyes in form and colour, but Lucy's eyes unclean and full of hellfire, instead of the pure, gentle orbs we knew. At that moment, the remnant of my love passed into hate and loathing. Had she then to be killed, I could have done it with a savage delight. You're oh. weird. Is this her, her no, ex-hubby to be? No, this is Dr. Seward. And it's like, who gives a fuck that you fancied her? Yeah, literally. You're weird. Yeah. Um, and that you're so quick to like... I loved you, but I'd happily stab you in the fucking I chest. I fucking know, it's weird. Um, as she looked, her eyes blazed with unholy light, and the face became um, wreathed with a voluptuous smile. 
Oh, mm-hmm. God, um, how it made me shudder to see it. With a careless motion, she flung to the ground, callous as a devil, the child that, up to now, she had clutched strenuously to her breast, growling over it as a dog growls over a bone. <sighs> the child gave a sharp cry and lay there moaning. Shut well, up. <laughs> shut up. Um, there was a cold-bloodedness in the act which wrung a groan from Arthur. When she advanced to him with outstretched arms and a wanton smile, he fell back and hid his face in his hands. She still advanced, however, and with her languorous, voluptuous grace, said so how many times can you say voluptuous find a different adjective i know it's every time yeah it gets oh he loves it come to me arthur leave these others and come to me my arms are hungry for you (laughs) come and we can rest together come my husband come 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 um there was something diabolically sweet in her tones, something of the tingling of glass when struck, which rang through the brains even even of us who hate, um, who heard the words addressed to another. As for Arthur, he seemed under a spell. Moving his hands from his face, he opened wide his arms. She was leaping for them, Ugh. and Van Helsing oh. sprang forward and held between them his little golden crucifix. She recoiled from it, and with a sudden distorted face full of rage, dashed past him as if to enter the tomb. She that is that is the moment where she gets the vampire face. Yeah. <sighs> oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Fully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she did. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, Buffy shit. Mm. Spike had a really good growl. Spike did have a good growl. So did mm. Angel though. Mm. Oh god, it, Evil <laughs> Angel's my favorite angel. Evil? No, you know it was the best angel. When he pretends to be evil. When he pretends to be evil, like see, when he punches Xander in the face. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we weren't evil. No. Hate that guy. <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> like, uh, well, Xander, you're really fucking creepy. I hate and entitled. Xander. I hate like, Xander so yeah. much. Xander is a fucking lech. He's so annoying. And then we, sometimes he gets these bits where he's meant to be all righteous and good. I'm like, you're literally the fucking devil. Yeah. Die. And he doesn't even care. Uh, I mean, I don't really feel spoilers for Buffy now, no. but he doesn't care when Anya dies. He doesn't care about Anya at all. No, cunt. they were all cunts to Anya. Anya deserved better. Like, why did you decide to become a demon again? Because you suck. Yeah, because um, my fiancé walked out on our wedding and none of my friends were there for me. They all sided with him. And then you tried to kill me because, oh, yeah, I've always just been a demon to you and you've been waiting for an excuse to kill me. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I just don't know what you guys You just don't seem to like us anymore. Mm. No, because you suck. Yeah, you should fucking kill me. You suck so much. Anyway, I hate them. And Anya was cool. I love Anya. Yeah. When, I, when Buffy's mom died, no one will explain it to me. Yeah. She was nice and she doesn't get to eat bread anymore yeah. and no one will explain it to me. Yeah. I love Anya. She was so funny as well. She was such a good deadpan. Justice for Anya. Justice for Anya. <laughs> anyway. Um, mm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Then she turned and her face was shown in the clear burst of moonlight by the lamp, which um, had no quiver from Van Helsing's iron nerves. Never did I see such baffled malice on a face, and never, I trust, shall such ever be seen again by mortal eyes. The beautiful colour became livid, the eyes seemed to throw out sparks of hellfire, and the brows were wrinkled as though the folds of the flesh were the coils of Medusa's snakes. Mm, yeah. That is Buffy. That is a Buffy vampire. It is. Mm. And the lovely blood-stained mouth. Lovely. Weird. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just her shade <laughs> it's just so good um, grew to an open squ- uh, open square as if the passion masks of the Greeks and Japanese um, if ever a face meant death if looks could kill we saw it at that moment square uh. <laughs> <laughs> Kate's just looking at herself in the mirror you happy with that that's what you've envisaged yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> <With> fangs <laughs> get the fuck away to be fair scary yeah <clears throat> anyway 
Everyone um, listening right now, find a mirror if you can and make a square mouth with your mouth. <laughs> and make sure you go, <laughs> and scrunch up your forehead. <laughs> Everybody do the Buffy vampire. <laughs> anyway, Van Helsing taking out some of the... This bit's just really weird. Mm. So t- t- the reason, part of the reason she's really pissed is because she can't get back into the tomb. And now, because um, <laughs> they locked her out. <laughs> because that, that's what they Has anyone doing. got a fucking key? <laughs> And so Van Helsing's like, oh, yeah, and takes out some of the tobacco gum. And she's like, thank you. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> slithers in through the side. Amazing. And, um, <laughs> what is happening? And then Van Helsing puts it back in. And so it's like, so now what? Will they end it? Is it over? No. They're like, oh, we could do more, no more tonight. Let's come back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. She's let's go, right there. Let, let's go get some shot eye. I mean, she's gone to bed now and so should we. Yeah. <laughs> Vampire sleeping, so should you be. Really? It's just like, oh, but you're right. Why, why don't you just deal with it now? Yeah. Like, why did this have to go on for so long? Anyway. Word quota agreement with the publisher. I guess. Um, so they return the following day, open the coffin and see sexy dead Lucy lying there. Oh. Um, now... They're really weird about this next bit. As they all agree, Arthur should have the right to return Lucy to them as holy and end this unholiness. Return her as holy? What's so, that? Stake her. What? And it's like, oh, <laughs> you should have the right to do it because she was going to be your wife. So when you stake her, you're setting her spirit free. To he- you're sending her to heaven. Right. Rather than her being trapped in this demonic state. So it's like, it's like... Yeah, setting her free. Imagine if it was the... Um, I, I know it is the responsibilities of someone's loved ones whether they want to turn off life support, but um, if it was... Uh, yeah, you had to, like, flick the switch. Well, I suppose you, you are by giving your consent, really. Um, yeah. But it's just a bit, like... It's a bit inset in, like, intense, intense like, like, actually stabbing them. I know. Wow. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so they give him the stake and a hammer because, uh, you know how yeah. in Buffy it's a pretty chill matter stake in a vampire? Buffy is very strong, though. She is. But also, sometimes they just kind of, like, nudge the... Like, fall onto it. And oh, yeah, like, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's not always Buffy holding it. Sometimes Willow's there and she's like, Ooh, ah, I sticked him. Yeah. Mm. Or sometimes Xander. Xander sucks. Xander does suck. Anyway. He's not um, got a strong grip. No. That's not really how it works in Dracula. It's not such a quick, chill situation that they've just casually given There's this task There's a lead flange in the coffin. There's a lead flange in her chest. You've got to get through it. It's quite soft. Arthur placed the point of over the heart, and as I looked, I could see it stint in the white flesh. Then he struck with all his might. The thing in the coffin writhed, and a hideous, blood-curdling screech came from the open red lips. The body shook and quivered and twisted in wild contortions. The sharp white teeth champed together till the lips were cut, and the mouth was smeared with a crimson foam. But Arthur never faltered. He looked like a figure of Thor as his untrembling arm rose and fell, driving deeper and deeper the mercy-bearing stake, whilst the blood from the pierced heart welled and spurted up around it. His face was set, and high duty seemed to shine through it. The sight of it gave us courage, so that our voices seemed to ring through the little vault. And then the writhing and quivering of the body became less, and the teeth ceased to champ, and the face to quiver. Finally it lay still. The terrible task was over. And Arthur's just like, Oh my god, covered in blood, just like yeah. Well, I'm traumatized forever. I thought you said that would make me feel better. Yeah, is it meant to be something nice? <laughs> and then it's really weird. So then Van Helsing just comes up to me. He's like, "And now, Arthur, my friend, am I forgiven? What? What for not decapitating her? What? 
Oh, weird. Um, so Arthur and Quincy go out afterwards. Well, well, that's the end of that. Am I forgiven? And he's like, forgiven. God bless you that you have given me and my dear one her soul again and me peace. Very peaceful. Yeah. I mean, you might be like, one day I might get there, Van Helsing, but I also don't really think it's your fault. Yeah, it's like, well, there's not, not really much to forget. I'm fine with you. Yeah. Like, I'm not angry. If I saw Dracula, you know, I might have some fucking words to have. But, um, but you were fine. Yeah. Are you Dracula? <laughs> Did you do it? <laughs> yeah. Did you kill Lucy? Did you do this, you bastard? I liked her. Why are you mimicking my voice? I don't know. <laughs> it's a good voice. <laughs> anyway. Um... Yeah, that's weird. That's um, Arthur and Quincy go out afterwards, and Van Helsing and Doctor Sir goes to follow. And Van Helsing's like, "No, no, no, you stay with me." <laughs> um, and they linger to um, let's just tidy up a little bit. The professor and I saw to the top of the stake, leaving the point of it into the body. Then we cut off the head and <gasps> filled the mouth with garlic. <gasps> we soldered up the leaden coffin, screwed on the coffin lid, and gathered up our belongings. Um, and cut, came away. Fucking savage! Fucking casual. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, because obviously he was like, "Oh, we must cut off her head." That's the only way. And then, like, then the staking happened. I was like, "Okay, cool." No, you really, you really wanted to make I sure did she was dead. Wonder a minute ago, I was like, "Why did he go in with the head chopping off when staking was an option?" He always intended to cut the head off. Yeah, they didn't tell. I'll show you that to um Arthur. So I mean, why did he ask? Yeah, yeah. Why did he? Well, I suppose he was kind of like, you know, should I involve you in the whole process? Well, maybe not. <laughs> maybe, maybe will you? But, I mean. I know that, you know, obviously she's a vampire and everything, mm. but fucking Christ. Yeah, Jesus. Jesus. It's, it's the casualness. Then we cut off the head and filled the mouth with garlic. That's just a ca- that was just yeah. a sentence. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I don't know, I feel like... It's desecration. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. intense. And I kind of, I know it's bad, but I feel like she is a vampire now and she was very anti-garlic and she shouldn't have to be in her resting place with garlic in her mouth, but she didn't like it. Ah. <laughs> yeah, it's very rude. Yeah. It's very disrespectful. So... They've now successfully killed a vampire, um, but now they must turn their attention to the big boy mm. and end this at the um, at the root. Yeah. Um, so shit be about to hit the fan um, as the team gets together. So next week we get everyone's everyone's comes together in the same room, Ooh. and it was at this point that I realised that one of the two of the characters are both called fucking Jonathan, <laughs> and I was like, how fucking lazy are you? <laughs> Come on, Jesus. have Stephen, have James, have. Henry. Yeah, anything. Charlie. <laughs> Chris. Chris. Gary? Keith? <laughs> any of them will Dave. do. Any. any. But no, you have, Harold. You have Jonathan and John. Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan and John. Still. No. no. Lazy. Laziness? Any. No. No. So everyone's all going to meet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to learn that Bram Stoker never made any friends because he does not know how people <laughs> become friends. Oh, him and Jane Austen should have um, got know. together. Honestly, it's so fucking weird. Yeah. Um, we'll go into it next week, mm. but it's fucking weird. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> You're crazy, bro. Uh, it's, just, it's just so weird. It's sort of like, ah, oh, hi, nice to meet you. I would die for you. <laughs> like, this this is why you don't have friends, bro. Yeah. In yeah, I cry on your breast for ten minutes. Oh, if you would. <laughs> oh, if you would, it would make me feel much better. It's really like, weird. I, I can't wait. I honestly can't uh, yeah. wait. And um, so everyone's going to meet, and they're going to start to plot on how to kill Dracula, Dracula. himself. <gasps> dun, but you dun, have dun. to come back next week to hear that one, guys. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Thank you for listening. I'll say the normals. If you really like, if you like what you list, oh for fuck's sake! Do you, you want to try again? <laughs> what do I say? 
Because you, you can't can... see if you liked what you listened. You liked what you heard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you liked what you heard. Check us out on the socials. Um, some nice spooky things happening over there. Some nice... Also, every now and then we say something that you would probably like to be able to see. Those things we usually upload to Instagram. Um, and if you really liked what you've heard and what you've listened... And what uh, you've listened to. Um, you can check us out on Patreon. You've got a lovely little community over there. You get early ex- access to episodes, a bit of extra content, and also some goodies sent to you in the post. Uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Join us next week to find out how they're going to take out this big fucking bat. This great big bat. <laughs> it's a big one. Bye. Big one. Bye. Bye. For fuck's sake. Bye.